On today's episode of Let's Grow Together, I talk with my good friend, Dania, and she is a high performance, works with Olympic athletes on strength and conditioning. And we talk a lot about fitness in this episode, but it's truly amazing how much and how important fitness is in our daily lives. And we have a lot of fun. I promise you that some of the most amazing content that um, comes at the end. So stick around, make sure you watch and listen to this entire episode um, because I guarantee you're going to be fired up. You're going to be ready to go. You're going to like want to go for a run. You're going to be, you know, just very wired and energized to go after your fitness goals. So let's just dive in. Uh, you will not be disappointed, but first the intro. Welcome to Let's Grow Together. My name is Nick Bonatatibus, motivational speaker and digital marketing strategist. And this podcast is all about helping you grow both in life and business. Let's dive in. Hello. Oh, look at you moving, bobbing your head. Love it. The energies. Music, man. <laughs> oh, you can tell that it's going to be a party today. I love it. Love it. Always. So awesome. So glad you are here. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for having um, me, man. Hey, no problem. Daniel, tell us a little bit about who you are and who you serve. Who the heck am I? Okay. Um, well, my name is Dania. I am a former Olympic therapist and strength and conditioning coach. I live in Canada uh, and I turned that where I was in person traveling with athletes all over the world uh, to working for myself, which is a fun transition, very, very scary and, and uh, holy crap, personal development on uh, steroids. But now I get to work and coach clients all over the world. So I still work with athletes or people who are performance minded, uh, not necessarily just about physical autonomy, but also like life autonomy and you know, growth and mindset and stuff too. So uh, that's about a little bit about me. Let's keep it there because I could just talk about myself forever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. And I love that you mentioned, um, you know, just like being a business owner and how much that is like a jump start. you know, steroids of personal oh, development. So much, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, so I love like... Great if you want to grow, yeah, just start your own business and you will, you will grow like you've never known before. It's amazing. Is there something particularly like comes to your head where you're like, man, this is, this was a huge stepping point in your growth through having your business or anything that like specifically? Yeah. You know what? It's just funny because, so I come from a background of like work really hard and like work for jobs and I'm really good at working hard and being an employee. But I actually realized, and I didn't know this until now, that uh, autonomy is a really big theme of my uh, life, I suppose, where I like teach people how to be physically autonomous, not rely on someone and like learn how to fix your stuff on your own. And not that that's replacing, like there's a need I'm, I used to practice in person, but a lot of what can happen is just on your own as long as you have good guidance. But I didn't realize that looking back, I'm actually a really bad employee because like I don't like to be... <laughs> Told what to do necessarily not in a way like I wouldn't but I was always like trying to push the bar and like do more things and want to do different things and oftentimes when you're in a structure like you have to follow the rules and you got to show up on this time and work these hours and you get paid this much and these clients and I was like you know what I'm kind of 
um, over this. So <laughs> not over it, but I just wanted to do more and impact more people. And I, I was in a system where I was a bit stuck doing the so. So when I jumped to work for myself, it was like, first of all, hoding, I got to learn how to swim like real quick because <laughs> you're like, you're on your own. That's the fun part. And it's this huge roller coaster of like what I would describe when I'm working with clients, I'm, I'm helping find their blind spots. Well, I didn't know I had certain blind spots because I was just working hard and, and had a safe salary job that I loved. It was my dream job to start. But when you're on your own, you're literally on your own. Like it's sink or swim kind of thing. So you, your blind spots get smacked right in the face of like, oh yeah, I don't know how to do that. Or how do you even do this? And so um, I would say that like, it's just was realizing how much this deeper drive inside of me to be and have autonomy over my life and when I work and who I work with and where I work and how much I can make. And that's been an underlying like silver theme for me. That's really come to light in this last couple of months of growing my business. So that, does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, they mentioned like the sink or swim. I think that's such a, a yeah. funny aspect and I, I can resonate with that a hundred percent also in the um, wanting to do what you want to do. I had, a, I had a problem um, with a, my former employee where I would ask why a lot, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, wait, why are we doing this? Like, can we do it this way? And um, like, I later asked for feedback and they basically told me that sometimes when I say that, it sounds like I'm being insubordinate, yeah. um, even though they know that's not the case, but it still comes off that way. Yeah. And I was kind of like, yeah, this makes sense. I'm not really surprised because I have a way that I want to do it and there's a reason yeah. for it. Yeah. And I don't like being told just do it because that's what I said yeah, to do. Yeah. Or, or like even I find in some structures like oh, it's just the way we've always done it. And I'm like, well, that's like the shot of death when it comes to growth. Like, what do you mean this way we've always done it? Let's try something new. Let's new perspective. Like there's so many ways you can do things. So um, not that I didn't love, I loved what I did. I loved who I worked with. I just wanted that more freedom over time and location. And the more I kind of learned about online and I realized like, holy crap, I can actually help people all over the world. Like I have some athletes in Kuwait and Australia. I'm like, I never would have, if I stayed in where I was, like you never have the chance to work with those type of people or people who might need your services, um, who never cross your path. So the fact that there is so much autonomy in like where you can work, uh, who you work with, how much impact you can have, how many people can really help on a bigger scale. That was really enticing for me. So for a lot of people, I think starting your business, there's like, you look at it like, what the heck, what do I even start doing? Uh, but you do learn and it's this huge, it's this amazing personal development on steroids where your weaknesses and your blind spots get exposed real fast and either you fix them and you learn and grow or you go back to a job. And so like, I didn't want to do that. So you just grow and you grow into it. And it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing journey in how we kind of like figure things out, um, you know, as, as we go and, you know, to shift the, shift the conversation a little bit, you know, you as very much, you know, fitness is a big part of, you know, your, your journey, how much yeah. has that played into just like your own fitness into incorporating that into your own like personal development? Oh man. You know, what's interesting, Nick is, um, there's so many parallels with, I would say for myself, but also working with athletes and then working on my own business, of like being committed, being disciplined, um, 
for me, like I know I show up as my best when I take care of my body. So it's not a matter of like, Oh, I have to do this workout or do this mobility. It's like, I know if I'm going to sit at my desk eight hours, my body's not going to feel that great. And the more like physically fit I can be, the more energy, the more clarity I'm going to have for my business, for my relationships. So there's, it's, it plays like, it's a foundation for everything for myself. And usually what I work on with clients is like, they're usually dealing with some sort of ache or pain or just not having the energy, the strength that they want to have. And most people just think like only athletes need mobility and only athletes need strength. <laughs> everyone has a body and everyone, that is the foundation of how well you can recover and how you can show up energy wise in your business. Or if you're like, you're giving a talk on stage or doing a lot of podcasts, like you need energy for that. And you need to create that energy somewhere. And when you have a strong foundation, your body feels good and it moves good. You just show up as your best self in other areas of your life. So it's a foundation for me for sure. And I'm a bit biased, but I think it should be a foundation for everyone. Cause like, it's like driving a car, right? You can drive a clunky car where the muffler might be falling off and you're nervous to like go over some speed bumps and you don't know if it's going to break down on you or not. Or you can drive a car that you know is going to be safe and reliable and get you to your destination. And you can always count on like, that's kind of what I look at the body is like you take care of your body, just like you take care and maintain your car a little bit. And it's going to take care of you and get you to your destination safely. If you don't, then when it breaks down, it sucks and it interferes with everything. Like you don't get to your destination because you're stuck on the side of the road. Well, you might not be able to show up as your best on stage or in podcasts or doing your business because you're dealing with back pain or like hot spots in your upper back or you're tired and you have no energy. It's the same stuff. It's just, yeah. No, I, lo I love that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, can, I, going. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And that was such a great uh, analogy too. And just like, you know, taking care of our body and the importance of that and the longevity. If you want your car to last long, then you need to take care of your car, you know, like regular maintenance and, and the inspection. One thing you said to me really resonated though, is you said, generate energy. And oh, I'm like, wait a minute, when you work out, you're supposed to use energy. No, wait, <laughs> does it actually generate energy? <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you feel after you do a workout? You know, like you typically, well, obviously there's some workouts that just like you get obliterated, but like for the most part, you don't do that style of workout every day. Right. And so like, I know you're a big fan of morning routines and a big part of what I often see people miss out in the morning is, is movement. So we're going from a state of like sleeping, relaxing to now, like maybe you spend some time meditating, whatever it might be, but then you need to like kickstart your body and like generate some energy. So in order to do that, you need to move a bit get your blood flow going, get the endorphins going. And typically after you do whatever your style of workout is, whether it's a nice walk, yoga, lifting weights, a hit class, whatever, you typically feel more energized after. And so you, then you can use the energy into your relationships, into your business, into your, you know, live, everything. So yeah, it's the first, you know, when people are starting on their fitness journey or starting on their health journey, the first couple of weeks to a month just kind of suck. Like, let's be real. But once you get past that point, you don't have those like aches when you're trying to start running and you, you actually feel good and you feel strong and you start like being able to actually use that to your advantage instead of it like holding you back. But most people just think don't get over that first couple of weeks to a month where it sucks. Like you're just, <laughs> you're getting your body doing something you haven't done before. But once you get past that point, holy hot damn, like you'll be like, how did I not do this? How has this not part of my day? Cause it makes you feel so good and energized. And like I said, like if you feel good and you move good, you show up well and you perform your best not just as an athlete but like every facet of your life yeah no i couldn't agree more it is it's amazing like you know just the way that you move your body and how much that 
affects your day. And you, I think it is important too, like not to overdo it. Cause I've done that too, where I like wake up and I run too much. And then I'm like, I'm so dead. I just want to like yeah. lay on the couch. <laughs> Go back to bed. Like, well, yeah. yeah, Nick, you ran eight miles. Like, what do you expect? You know? Yeah. So <laughs> I was training for a half marathon. So at that time, no, you so, gotta yeah, run right. some more miles. And yeah. <laughs> well, I think like as business owners, like you think about a lot of us sit at a desk all day. And it's just easy to just like sink in and get complacent and like get in the kind of autopilot mode and you just feel tired. And it's not like, okay, you have to do this like massive workout. No, just like you're a fan of Brendan Bouchard and 99% sure. He says, get up every 15 minutes, just get up and change your state. Like just generate some energy. And so whenever we're feeling in this funk, not only from it, from a performance and creativity perspective, but also from a movement perspective, it's going to help prevent a lot of aches and pains that literally most come from just not doing stuff, not moving your body enough. So cool. As a business owner, you'll see, I probably get up and down on this, like I'm standing right now, but I'll probably get up and down 50 times off this chair. And that's just a habit I have where I'm just trying to keep my body constantly moving to keep my energy up and to keep my, you know, my creative juices flowing versus like just sitting and like, gosh, cause every, I don't know ask your audience when you sit at a desk for eight hours i don't think anyone feels amazing at the end of the day like you feel tired or you feel stiff and sore your neck or tension cool let's break it up with like a simple one minute break you just stand up and reset and then get back to work that energy is going to carry through in your work you'll be more productive and not as sore stiff or achy throughout your day super easy i love that let's talk about that more yeah (laughs) you're like frowning and like oh no i said something wrong (laughs) i was making a note of it because it was such a good point and just like how important it is to like do some exercise during your day like what is there certain things like so i stand i'm i'm standing right now i love to stand i have a standing desk um and it is so important to to move but do you have like things that you (laughs) do throughout the day to help like with that oh so much so yeah. And like from a therapy's injury perspective, I cannot tell you enough, like physical autonomy can really be achieved if we just gain a bit of body awareness and also just do like simple movements in your day. It does not take a 10 hour workout. It does not take these like, Oh, now I have to plan this like session out of your workday. Just incorporate into your workday, these simple movements. And it's, and they're going to be changing because every day you might be feeling tension or stiffness somewhere else differently. Right. But the biggest thing for me, I move a lot already, like I'm up and down in a chair, but for typical people who just kind of sit in a nice office chair, you're just sitting in one position. So if you literally just stood up uh, every hour and just did something the opposite motion. So can you see me? I don't know. This is the headphone trouble. I'm like so close to the computer. So if you most of us sit in a comfy position, right? And there's nothing wrong with that for short periods of time. What happens though is most of us tend to sit in this like crappy posture. And it's not to say you have to have perfect posture. Our, the perfect posture is movement. Your body just loves movement. So if you're gonna sit in this position for eight hours, you can't not expect that this is gonna be stiff. Your neck might be a bit stiff because you haven't moved. So if you can literally just sit like stand up and then open up the opposite way. And I'll go, through, if you want, we can go through some drills. But there's like easy like chest pull through drills you can do, just get some joints moving, get blood flow going. You can do like wall slides, you can do a squat right in your chair you don't have to like especially if you work in an office with lots of people i get it people don't want to look weird so just be you know in your chair doing these little things like neck rolls opening up rotating simple movements in your day people will overwrite and be like oh that's that's not gonna actually do anything well (laughs) let me tell you it does it does a lot for your body and the longevity of your health and keeping your joints happy not stiff not achy creating 
energy just by having some simple movements and create some blood flow and get that stiffness of those joints out of the way, which is going to go a long way in helping your body stay mobile and stay injury free and have energy for the rest of your day. Dude, you gotta cut me off. I'll just talk forever. No, it's great. <laughs> I'm keep sorry. going. No, I love it. I don't cut people off. This is this is your show. Um, <laughs> oh man, this is your episode. No, I love it. And like you know, when people want to check stuff out, they can they can follow you. But I I think it's totally. really important that like one of the things that you mentioned um, was like it it really sucks when you first get started. And I think Absolutely. that is so true. And I actually did a live about it recently because. I started running and I hadn't ran in a while. I've been biking and I was like, man, this is a horrible, like this first, yeah. the first half mile specifically. I'm so like, bad. I'm like, how far have I gone? I'm like <laughs> a half mile. I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, what is going on? Why am I yeah. so dead? And it's like, well, it just takes time to like, for it not to, you know, suck. Your body's just not used to it, right? Like your joints aren't used to that impact. Your muscles aren't used to doing that movement. So yeah, the first, like, I don't know what kind of bike you have. I have a road bike. So when I go from not riding my road bike to road bike, if anyone's listening and has a road bike, you know that you typically wear a butt pad. So you wear these shorts that have cushioning in them. Well, even if you have one of those, I guarantee you your butt's going to be sore for the first, like, five rides or more. And it sucks. It feels like <laughs> it's painful to sit in your, your um, seat. But once you get over that part, your body gets used to that so it doesn't hurt as much. So then you can enjoy riding and not the pain that is associated with riding. With running, I'm the same thing. I'm getting back to running right now. And for me, the ego wants to just run. But my knowing my body, I need to do like a walk run. Physically, I'm more capable of doing more than that. But I know if I do more than that, guess what's going to happen? I'm not going to be able to walk for a few days and it's going to suck crappy. So if I just gradually make some progression and walk, jog, walk, jog, what I'm doing is I'm allowing my body to actually adapt to the stimulus I'm giving it and get stronger and I'm reducing the suck a little bit, but my, my legs will still be sore. My feet will still be sore. And it's, it's tricky because the first couple of weeks do suck, unfortunately. And you're focused more on the aches and pains, obviously not injury, but more just your body's like, what the frick are you doing to me? Like, I don't want to do this. You're just, we're used to sitting and I'm moving my body. But once you get over that, then you actually enjoy the movement itself and running becomes enjoyable, not distracted by the cramping the sore feet all that stuff too but you have to get over that first couple of weeks of suck like that's just it it sucks <laughs> yeah it no it. and it is yeah but i think you know the the thing that to remind people of too i feel is like even on those early days you know in those early weeks is like afterwards you feel amazing yeah you can actually enjoy running you can actually enjoy what you're meant to be doing instead of like this sucks but like, so Nick, this is beautiful because it applies to everything. Anytime you do something new in life, the growing period sucks. Like, so for example, uh, the first time I went live, okay, I'm so happy I wore a black shirt because I, so again, I used to work with Olympic athletes, deal with like high stress situations. It was not, it was like, you got coaches on you, you got to get people ready for competition, injuries, all this stuff going on. And here I am sitting with my little camera and this red button and I'm sweating my butt off because I'm terrified to <laughs> press the record button. Like, how do I give presentations on stage but I can't press the record button to go live, right? The first couple lives I did sucked. It's a growing pain of like getting back into running. Your body, it sucks. But once you do it, you actually enjoy going live. You enjoy bringing people on, having conversation. It becomes so much easier. So it doesn't matter if we're just talking about physical sense. It's anything we do that's new to our or habits or routines or business or a new hobby we want to try, a new sport we want to try. The growing period is 
is necessary and it can have um, pain associated with it. <laughs> but once you get over that, it's beautiful, you know? Yeah. You know, I always find too, like once I start working out, I start just being like, I feel amazing. You know, I feel like mm -hmm. a superhero after working out consistently, yeah. where you're just like, you feel strong, you feel powerful. You're like, you wonder why you're so happy. And it's like, no kidding. Like, this is yeah. why you need exercise in your life because it changes your, you know, emotional state also. I know you didn't touch on that, but I'm sure you could so elaborate much, yeah. more on that. And you actually start to crave it because it's, it's something that you notice how much of a difference it makes in your life. Like you actually start to crave like moving your body and whether it's a run or mobility or yoga, you will notice like how much of a difference it does make on yourself and how you show up is huge. We can talk, oh man, I could jam on this like for years, so be careful. But not only emotional, for some people it's the physical aspect of it, but it does like for me, a huge part of lifting weights is like it's therapeutic like if i'm having a bad day and i can go throw some weight around man does that ever feel good to get that stress and aggression out in a healthy way but i leave feeling better there's so many like if you just google the benefits of exercise the list is endless and it's it applies to physical emotional like anxiety stress depression all that stuff and the beautiful thing is it's free like you can literally exercise in your small condo go for a walk outside it's the number one thing that's associated with like reducing all crazy chronic diseases and all the stuff is just moving your body. It's beautiful. beautiful. Love it. Yes, <laughs> I agree. This is amazing. Yeah, you know, it is. And it's, it's tough sometimes to get started, but then again, oh, yeah. having that consistency and I, and I love what you talked about too. Like when you're not feeling good, working out is one of the best things. That's something I noticed that I do also that I recommend that other people start to make a habit is like when you feel your worst, you make it a habit to work out yeah. because it's just such a good, you know, most people's habit when they feel bad is like, all right, let me eat some ice Watch cream. Netflix. Let me drink some alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Netflix. Like you can yeah. do those things, but like work out first. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And this is, I, I love it that you tell people that because for me, if I feel, um, let's use the, the word stuck or overwhelmed or just not feeling my, my, and not in rhythm or whatever it might be like i just don't feel very good that day a workout could simply just be going for a walk like again just change your state so if i'm sitting on a computer and i'm doing this and i'm just man like this is feeling like i'm pushing a boulder up mount everest and it just i've got a headache or whatever it might be i'm i just need to change my state and so i just need to generate energy with movement so it doesn't even mean like oh go do this hour workout just get up go get some fresh air move your body and i guarantee you when you come back you'll be in a different state and you can make different decisions. Well, that is, okay, my body still needs rest. Let's watch Netflix and eat ice cream, whatever. Or, and now I'm actually kickstarting myself back into having some energy and clarity. I can get back onto what I was doing, right? But just, again, simple movements in your day, it just goes a long way for everything. And oftentimes, people don't look to that first because they're like, well, I just don't have the hour in the day. Or I didn't bring workout clothes. You don't need that stuff. Just, just do some simple movements. Go for a walk but it yeah. plays a huge part for every like every aspect of life <laughs> yeah if people are wondering why they get home from work and they don't have energy it's most likely because they were you know sitting for eight hours not doing anything and how much that's yeah. such an important aspect to just like get up move around i mean one thing too that makes it really easy and forces you to move around if you drink a lot of water then you're like, yeah. forced to keep yeah. going to the bathroom <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so true yeah i love it and like that's even another point most people aren't even hydrated like when i talk to most 
um, not athletes, most of them have that stuff dialed down. But if I talk to clients who are newer to movement or business people who are run like entrepreneurs or small business owners, they'll like say, oh, I drink an average of like five cups a day of water. I'm like, oh man, like you're, do you don't even have, your body needs necessary things to function well. Okay. We'll go back to the car example. It's like fuel for a car is like nutrition and food for the body, right? You need to eat whole foods and nutritious foods that are going to give your body energy. I'm not a nutritionist. Um, so I'm not going to dive much more into that, but I know enough about when you eat crappy food, you typically feel tired or crappy after. Okay. Let's think about water for the body is like, oil for your, your car. You need oil for your car to function. If you don't, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have smoking coming out your car. It's going to break down at some point. Just like water, water's involved in almost every cellular process of the body. So when you are not drinking enough water, again, if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely have the luxury of having water nearby you have access to. Guess what? It's going to affect how that car performs. It's going to affect how your body shows up. So again, a simple free thing you have access to, just drinking enough water in your day is going to long term make big differences in your decision making and your clarity because you're giving it your body what it needs in order to perform its best and so you can get up and move more which is good because you, <laughs> you drink a lot of water then good there's your movement break go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah and there's yeah and there's a lot of tricks that you can do too you know you can set like uh, all the smart coaches uh smart watches now to have like yeah. alarms you can set it on your phone to, like remind yeah. you it's all about like creating the routine you mentioned brendan bouchard and i am a huge fan i talk about him often yeah. um you know he talks about the 50 minutes so if you set in your in your day like yeah. 50 minutes all right well when you that 50 minutes hits and you stop drink a bunch of water move your body you know totally. make that your habit and by the time that next 50 minutes rolls around you're probably gonna have to go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> I want to do some things. I Wait, what is what is that? It's a time thing. Oh my gosh! Come on. So like, no, I have. I, like, yeah. find what works for you. You can have a sticky note. You can have a phone going off. Sometimes I know I'm being really bad, and I just am like, I'm noticing I'm getting tired, or and I need a reminder. This goes in front of my computer, and it gets to the bottom. Guess what? It's my break. Get up and move, kind of thing. Well, so whether it's an I, alarm or a sticky note, or you buy one of these funny things that I don't know how much this thing costs. Like Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Anyways, look, it's filling up, and then when I, <laughs> it's full, I move. That's so cool, because you're seeing it <laughs> consistently. I never even thought to use something like that. It's like, you know, this is for people who are listening, it's like when the sand falls through yeah, um, an hourglass. Hour it's called an yeah. hourglass. Yeah, I couldn't think of <laughs> yeah. a name. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like, you learn this in kindergarten. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's a really cool, like, because a lot of times people are trying to, like, separate themselves from their phone, and it's always constantly buzzing. So, like, yeah. that's a great kind of solution to to just like boom flip it over you see it and then you're reminded too you're like you see it and you go oh go back to work you know like yeah. don't get distracted go back because you're going to be working for that um you know hour straight without taking a break so wow yeah cool that's a great little uh great tip right there utilize <laughs> I didn't expect <laughs> yeah. Full of tricks, Nick. Full of tricks. No. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? Hourglass. <laughs> drop the bombs. Thing, like just make it simple and easy. Like there's uh there's so many things you have access to that and if you don't know, you reach out and get someone to help you guide guide you through it. But yeah, like whatever works for you. Some people really love an alarm on their phone going off. And some people that drives them insane. Okay, well find what works for you. Is it a sticky note right by your mouse? Is it I don't know, um, an hourglass? Like just Find the simple things and keep things simple. Like don't overcomplicate stuff. And again, just 
do things consistently over a period of time and you're going to watch how you your body feels how your mentality feels how your energy is and that's the benefits you start associating with oh yeah okay this makes sense why i have to get up but to like logically tell someone it's almost like what does james use all the time that swimming analogy okay so <laughs> i work with the national swim team i can tell you technique i can tell you biomechanics i can tell you all the ins and outs of that great that's like reading a book on swimming can i physically swim like them no i probably should wear water wings and i can't swim at all so it's one thing to like hear what we're saying but until you actually do it and feel the rewards and see how easy it can be it's a whole other thing so like whoever's listening take what we're saying and actually apply it and see what, how your body feels even after a few days after a week and then you'll be like oh yeah okay it's one thing to listen but then to actually do and feel and experience it's a whole nother level yeah and one thing you mentioned that is by far like such a key ingredient is the consistency you know yeah. like you mentioned like moving your body around and doing it like periodic throughout the day where you're like all right well is that going to work like the one day like eh, maybe a little bit but like if you do it every day imagine how much that just compounds to a spiral effect like and if you want to talk about injuries and aches and pains with low back pain being the most common people experience 80 percent or more you guys, most of this comes down to people aren't aware and don't move their body enough. And it's not crazy workouts. It's just simple habits throughout the day that you, okay, we can ignore this, but then you're just going to be in my clinic the next day <laughs> or in five years or 10 years time. And it's, we're going to go back to all these simple things of like, just move your body a little bit more each day, a little bit here and there goes such a long way in preventing these like nasty aches and pains that sideline you and stop you from playing your sport or stop you from showing up business or stop you from playing with your kids on the floor that is so preventable if you just start now with where you're at doesn't matter what age you are and just start these simple habits that's going to go a long way in the longevity of your health so take it from me as a therapist okay do it yeah <laughs> i want to see you on my table i want yes. to see you active with your kids and your business and everything so get out there move your body hopefully you're like out there walking right now or running listening to this podcast or you're sitting in your chair and you're like oh man i need to move around a bit maybe maybe you even got up while you were listening to this you're oh, like man. i definitely need to move around i hope that was the case because you i can't imagine you listen to this and not realize how effective that like just simple body movements like standing up and moving around can make such a massive difference and you know yeah. one thing i always talk about is again you've mentioned it a bunch of times like the habits it's it needs to become a habit you yeah. know if like setting up routines throughout your day that incorporate the movement into your day and yeah. how you go about doing that but if you don't make it a habit you're going to forget about it you need to like set reminders like you know use different things to help you don't just yeah. you know rely on your memory yeah to, it's not gonna work yeah <laughs> and every time you're gonna be like ah, oh, you're always gonna choose like the easier option like it always happens and i love to explain this either in two ways so i don't know what your audience is whether they're more like i i usually explain it by dribbling a basketball like so i used to play basketball or it's like learning how to instrument right anytime you're doing something new or trying to install a new habit it's like going back to when you first if any of you know this hopefully i'm not reaching too far when you first learn to play a sport, or um, for me it was basketball, when you first start, it's frustrating. You have to focus so much energy on it. Like you suck. It's like, you're not going to do it perfectly the right time. For me, it's like looking down at the ball dribbling with two hands to eventually like, okay, practicing enough time. So eventually it's becoming a bit more consistent. I can now maybe look up, 
and then with time now I'm juggling with one hand and then both hands separately and then I can do tricks and then it becomes so much a part of who you are that you can just play basketball without having to focus so much intensely on dribbling right you just play with habits it takes a lot more focus to build and it's frustrating and it's like energy up front but when they become automatic you don't have to think about it, it just becomes part of your day right so if people play instruments like you don't just play the piano and learn a few keys and then you're a master you have to go through that like the awkward phase of putting a ton of focus learning what the keys are what to put your hands but then eventually with practice you just play it and it just shows up and it's part of your day and it's easy to do same thing with these habits it's this initial get off your butt inertia of spend the energy spend the time focusing on building the habit and then knowing that eventually the more consistent you stay with it the better you get the easier it gets the less you have to focus on it and it just it's, it's easy yeah your body starts to like yell at you i know yeah. for me like i've gotten in the, the routine where um when it hits like six o'clock it's like time for run get out there like start yeah. moving I, like i'm like something's something's up oh it's because <laughs> it's six o'clock and yeah. it's time to stop working and it's time to go for a run and start moving like my body knows and i also have struggled with lower back pain my whole mm. um like for a very long time even Dude, we got talk. You know, <laughs> yeah well you know i i uh i made a mistake when i was i i tried to be mr tough guy mr strong guy and carry a fridge of, you know three flights of steps and um you know it hurt because i wasn't mm. i used to work for a moving company so i probably made yeah. some mistakes then but this was a time where I hadn't been moving furniture and I just tried to act like I was when I was, you know, in my prime. Uh, and so <laughs> then I just like, it's never been the same. It's never been yeah. the same. But the difference was that I started incorporating daily things. Mm -hmm. I bought a standing desk for both at the office for my former job where I was there. I actually still need to uh, pick it out or I might sell it to them. But anyway, the point is that I, I had one for the office and for yeah. home. I made it such a huge priority yeah. knowing. And when I like sit and I'm not standing that night or the next day, I'm like, my back hurts. And it's like, yeah, Nick, because you didn't stand today. Mm, it's like yeah. such a clear difference. It's like yeah. not even a comparison. And, and the, right there where you said the awareness piece, like that is the biggest thing. It's the awareness of like, okay, so whoever's, whoever's listening right now, just start taking inventory of your day. Like how often are you actually sitting in your day? And you'd be surprised. So if you have to drive to work, you're sitting in your car. And then most of us sit at work for like eight hours a day. And then we drive home and then we sit and have dinner and then we sit and watch Netflix. Like you're spending so much of your day sitting that people aren't aware of it. So when we start having this awareness piece of like, holy crap, I sit like, 16 hours a day and then I go to bed and I lie down like you're not actually taking your body through simple movements different types of movements like there's lots of ranges of motion of the body but again you can correct and fix that and then prevent all these like little aches and pains in the future by just doing simple things and and having that awareness piece of like okay when I sit which Nick we can talk about we can later like you should be able to sit without back pain but it's great because you've made a connection of like okay when I sit later that day my back's bothering me. So now I need to be awareness of standing. Cool. You've made that link, right? That's perfect. Most people just don't know. And they just kind of go on autopilot and be like, Oh, my back just hurts. My neck hurts. And they just like, this is it now. This is the new normal. And I'm like, no, it's not the new normal. <laughs> we just need to give you some awareness. You give you some simple strategies of how to improve that. Cause man, going through life with like restrictions, aches and pains, not being able to do what you want to do and have the, the freedom of your body to like play the sports or or play with your kids, or you know, go on vacation, or the hikes, not worrying about something. Essentially, your body getting in the way of doing what you want to do—that's um, frustrating. So 
but, uh, and that's a big passion of mine to help people learn that because it, it just, it comes down to these simple awareness, simple movement pieces that people think, oh my gosh, I have to do all these things. And you really don't. It's just a little, the awareness piece is the first part. And the second piece is incorporating simple stuff in your day. So good yeah. connection for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, incorporating it is like a, creating more habits. Like, you know, I, I, I have, I've actually been slacking recently. Uh, I'm in a new environment. So then like the habit also often changes. Um, yeah. But like, I love um, stretching in the morning and stretching nice. at night. Um, yeah. before you go to sleep and it can make such a dramatic difference over time you know you start to realize like oh I'm starting to get like more flexible it's like mm. oh wow really like you stretch every day and you get more flexible no that can't like <laughs> people who say like oh I don't run or I'm not flexible and it's like well because you don't run and you don't stretch that's why right. you're not those things yeah exactly. you know, you're making that choice yeah you know and I think you know, being a fitness person again, like, and I think the running analogy is great because a lot of times people say I'm not runners and it's like, well, because you haven't committed to actually being like, I am a runner, identifying yeah. as a runner or just like, again, starting off walking, you know, yeah. like yeah. crawl, walk, run. You yeah, don't seriously. have to just like go start going out end. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like, you're going to want to. So your ego is going to be like, oh, just go harder. And this, you need to make this workout, you know, worth it. And, you know, you can push yourself harder than this. That's fine. Uh, but I guarantee the next couple of days, you're either not going to be able to walk for a few days because you're going to be so tight and jacked up <laughs> or you're going to get injured. So like honoring that there's a progression and that you don't have to just go from all or like, it's not an all or nothing thing. It's a uh, health is a long game. Your body is a long game. So just start small. And if you haven't been walking or anything before, good literally go out for a 10 minute walk and start there. And you're going to be like, this is stupid. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, it feels stupid, but what you're actually doing is one, trying to create a habit, but two, you're starting to get your body used to something. And again, if any, anytime you're doing something new in life, whatever it's like learning instrument, learning a new business system, speaking for the first time on stage, moving your body, you have to, you don't just go from being um, a beginner to an expert, your, your body, your mind, everything needs time to actually adapt to get you set seamless in order for you to get good at something. So from injury perspective, you actually need to give your tissues, your joints, your muscles, your bones time to adapt to what you're, you're imposing on it, which is it's stress. The exercise is stress, but good stress for the body, but you can't just go from sitting on a couch to like sprinting. Cause that's going to be way too much stress. And then you're going to, your body is going to freak out and say, Whoa, don't do this anymore. And guess what? You're going to end up quitting because you hate it because you're in so much pain. Yeah. Dial it back. Just start simple, start small and progress into it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Stop trying to sprint and just like <laughs> take it slow, you know, one, one day at a time. And I think that works with everything in life too. And just like everything that you're, you're doing, you, you mentioned earlier, like the live videos, it's like, all right, well, you don't have to go live for an hour right away. Just like, yeah. you know, go for a minute and give it a try. And start yeah. getting better at it, you know, practicing. It's, you're not going to be good at something you've never done before. You know, no. you'd, you'd think that that is something people don't know, but I feel like it's necessary to reiterate and say over and so over true. again. To people. And for some reason, like it, especially with exercise and physical activity, people just don't see that. They don't see it as like, it's like learning a new skill. You can't just go from, we're talking about running, you can't go from being on the couch to running and be a runner. Like you need to actually get physically fit enough to run 
as in you need to give your, your muscles, your joints, your bones, your tissues a chance to actually strengthen and get strong enough to handle the impact of running, right? So most people don't understand that there is a progression and they don't think it's a skill required to actually get your body used to and exercise. And it totally is. And so they either be like, I'm not a runner. I don't exercise. It's just because you haven't been shown the right way to do it, or you're doing an all or nothing approach and you, you hate it. And your first day, <laughs> maybe you've tried it for a week and you're like, this still sucks. Of course it still sucks. But if you keep going with that and you have the right guidance and progression, you will see like it, you get energized, you feel strong and it just affects like, again, just trust me on this people. <laughs> like you will start to love it and crave it and you'll notice how much of a difference it makes in every aspect of your life. Right. But most people don't even give themselves a chance to feel that they just go through the sucky part and then they're like, this is crap still. And they just dip off before you even get to the benefits of what it feels like to exercise without feeling aches and pains. And it feels good, you know? Yeah. It feels amazing. And so you, you're actually happier. It's like, yeah. Like, oh, is there Perfect. a pill for happiness? Um, no, exercise. but there is like exercise. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it is. It is actually like, um, again, I'm not a clinical psychologist, but if you read the research, exercise is used for so many like anxiety, depression, because it releases what's called the happy hormones, endorphins in your body, right? And so again, it's something free. You can do anywhere, anytime, start at any level and just baby step it in, but you're gonna notice like you do feel happy when you exercise because your body's releasing chemicals that are happy chemicals. And it's like, well, it's great, do that. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, except, you think, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, except like, I'm not gonna lie. I don't always love working out with people and I don't like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go do this hard workout and just love it. No, there's times where I'm complaining and I'm like, this sucks, but I know after, mentally from achieving that and like physically pushing myself to something further that I wasn't capable I didn't think I was capable of doing there's like feeling of this achievement and like resilience and you you build this mental strength and there's so many more more benefits to exercise than just the physical but you don't ever give yourself a chance to experience those until you actually get to the point of like pushing yourself and realizing how much more exercise gives to the person on not just a physical sense but every other aspect um, and it's not to say you always have to love it. There's days I freaking hate it, but I know that it, what it does for my body and I know what's going to do for the long-term longevity of my body. And I don't know about you, but Nick, I don't want to be in a care home where someone has to like take care of me. I want to be as independent and physically active as long as I can into my late years. And that starts with how you take care of your body right now. So if you ever want like a wake up call, go visit your grandma in the care home. <laughs> There's people who don't really take care of themselves now. And it shows later on in life because of course, there's other things that can get in the way, but a lot part of it of independence is just taking care of everybody now. There's, you see like, man, I have some friends and grandparents who are like 80 and still hiking like the Himalayan trails and like doing gymnastics. Why can they do that? Because they started taking care of the body, simple strategies now so that way later on in life, they're independent, they're active, they're not relying on someone else to take care of them for, for themselves. And I don't know about you, but I want to give myself the best chance I got of being like that. And it starts with just simple stuff now. Yeah, absolutely. I want to be a hundred, you know, and feel hundred and moving like yeah, power walking, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I love that you brought up the care home example too, because I actually have I've worked in the the, the industry. Me too. Um, a lot of a lot of my clients, uh, my coaching clients, are in the industry, so they work specifically, um, yeah. you know, with seniors in that need help. Um, and my my former boss, I'll never forget one of the stories that that was how he actually had a dramatic fit in this. Uh, transition because he started yeah. working in the industry. He saw that the people that were in the home 
that were younger or were like in their, you know, 70s and 80s were much heavier. And the people who were 90 and, you know, 95 were fit. And it was like, this isn't a, you know, coincidence. There's mm-hmm. a reason for this. Like, if you could add 10 years of like Gosh, good living yeah. just by making the Moving? steps now. Yeah. yeah. So many benefits. Moving. And like, this is the other crazy thing. We talk about future and health. Like, the number one, um, I forget if it's a death or like predisposer of death for seniors is falling. Okay, cool. Well, what constitutes falling? Strength, stability, and balance. Okay, cool. Are those things we can work on and have control over? Yes. So you're telling me if I just work on a little bit of strength and stability, I'm going to be able to prevent myself from falling, which is going to cause a hip fracture in a senior person. And that's, the, that's literally a death sentence for someone in their senior years. Falling and a hip fracture, something totally preventable, right? So all these big, scary things that are out there, again, it comes down to the root cause of like, be aware and simple strategies and just take care of your body. And you're telling me you could live longer, be happier, be independent. I don't know who the heck doesn't want to take that up, but I'm all for it. (laughs) Yeah, that's so awesome. I can't believe you just shared that story because I literally talk about that all the time. Whenever I present to the senior market, I always talk about fall prevention, like how much they should be educating their audience about how to prevent falls so they can literally save lives. And I have a personal story about that too. So my grandfather, um, he was, um, he had Parkinson's and he, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that, yeah, I knew he was, he was getting sick. And at this point he was still like with it a little bit, but not like fully with it. And I just asked him, I wanted to know, I was like, Hey, is there anything that you regret? Um, you know, which is like an interesting question to ask somebody who's older. Yeah. And so at first he said, no, he's like, no, you know, I, I've had a great life. I've had, you know, I was able to do a ton of things. And then, then he kind of was like, well, you know, if there's one thing I wish that I was a little bit more fit um, and exercise, mm. took it a little bit more serious because then I wouldn't have fallen. It's like, oh man. It's heartbreaking. Like, oh, yeah. it's heartbreaking because like, it's heartbreaking in a sense for me. And it like, like nothing grinds my gears more, makes me more upset when, when people have to experience preventable injuries or aches and pains, knowing that there's simple solutions for that, not for everything, but for so many things. And yeah, that story of like, and I also want to reiterate, it's never too late to start. So I worked with a client who was in her late 70s, had a hip replacement. She didn't do anything for rehab. I don't know what happened. She got discharged and didn't do anything. So she's got a brand new hip. And hip surgery is, don't even YouTube it. It's aggressive. Like you're, you're chopping into the bone and the muscles. And so she couldn't walk. This poor lady could not walk. And so it took us about a year. But she's now walking an hour without her poles and like it has her independence back. So she goes from that moral of the story is like you can always improve no matter where you're at the body is super super resilient but you have to give it a chance you have to be consistent over the long game but you can improve so now this lady goes from not being able to walk hip replacement to having her freedom back walking with confidence not feeling the fear of falling over breaking her other hip um and again it just comes back to like having awareness and simple solutions of just doing little things for your body that can really go a long way of like, yeah, adding 10 years to your life. Now having a death sentence of a hip fracture, being independent, all those things. Like your physical independence is so important and you have control over that. That's the beautiful thing. You don't have to like wait for someone else to rely on someone else. Like you physically can learn that now and start implementing these habits into your day. I don't know who doesn't want that. Like, hello. <laughs> it's like, I just want to shake everyone. Like, come on, you can have such a good quality of life and you can prevent all this stuff. And 
it can improve and it can be better and you can get resilient. But that first, that starts with someone taking the first step and the first action and getting through the sucky period of the first couple of weeks of like, this is hard. This sucks. I'm not used to it. But I guarantee you keep going. Man, the other side of it's beautiful. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. That was, um, <laughs> that was powerful, I think. Danny rammed. <laughs> rammed. No, but it is, and I'm I'm so passionate about that too. I love like I didn't know you did that. By you way. That's too. so cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 um, yeah, I do it all the time, and like that's what? the one spe- specifically. Yeah, like, that's amazing. Yeah, um, so that's so awesome, cool. Um, just physical fitness, do stuff, people. Like if you, why are you listening? Go run or something, you know. <laughs> yeah no that this is awesome this is, i'm so glad like where this conversation went and going into that <laughs> so transition random. is like so amazing and i think this is like a, a really powerful episode to to just think about like do you want more freedom do you want a longer life do you want more like you know healthier like i mean how could you not want all of this more things? energy to feel stronger to feel good like you know, it's so fun too, because if you start doing certain things, you're like, you start getting confident, you start challenging yourself and trying new things. It's like certain things come to you when you, when you, when you feel and trust, you, first of all, when you trust your body and you feel strong and capable, like the world's your oyster of what you can challenge yourself to try and do. But when you don't have that trust or you have these like aches and pains, restrictions, you're not really sure. Or you're like, I'm not an athlete and I don't you know. I'm not this runner. I'm not this. And like, well, the beautiful thing is anything can change. Anything can improve your body is super resilient. So if you want those things, if there's like whispers of like, I'd really like to have more energy and I'd really like to feel confident. I'd really like to feel stronger, <laughs> live longer and healthier. Cool. You absolutely have the capability of doing that. It doesn't have yeah. to start with anything complicated. It's like simple stuff. Yeah. And, and the one thing you touched on too, that we didn't talk too much about was like the confidence thing. It's like, man, when you start like working out and feeling better and losing weight, then like all this, these other things are, are side effects Totally. Uh, positive side effects um, and benefits, I guess benefits is a better word, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that, that come with, you know, taking action and making fitness a priority. If you yeah. don't make it a priority, then it's not going to happen. happen. What's that and, saying? Plan, plan to fail, fail to plan? No. Yeah. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Like if, if you, you don't plan, plan If it. you fail yeah. to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. And that's why, like, I love, uh, Nick, I love working with, like, heart-centered entrepreneurs or small business owners because I know the foundation of how they show up in confidence and just how they have show up with energy. Like, you think of someone like, a car just got hit up front. He backed, I know as much as his car fell apart, I'm like, he's going to hit him. He just did. Sorry. (laughs) But you think of these, like, Brendan Bouchard, who talks to us all the time. He wears, he runs, like, a marathon every time, every day of his, whatever, his live event. Do you know how fit that guy has to be to put on the live events and to create the impact and ripple effect on all those other people? Like he actually, you've probably heard of that. He wears a wristband. It's like, I burn enough calories to have run a marathon today. These leaders who are heart centered, who want to show up and make impact in the world, you have to have your body perform at its best. That's a necessary thing. If it's not performing on all cylinders, it's going to affect and impair how much how you show up, how you show up and lead and the impact you're going to have on those other people you're working with. So for me, like I'm passionate about helping people learn the tools, learn the awareness, but also because I know the ripple effect it's going to cause on the quality of their life and then how they show up and lead their businesses and their people they lead. And it's just like, it's just this beautiful ripple effect that occurs, you know? 
Yeah. And then it can happen too, just like among your family too. Like yeah. a lot of people that are overweight, it's like, yeah, you have overweight children. But if you start taking action in your fitness, then your kids are going to start to want to do it too. Yeah. Um, and it's just so important to just show that representation um, for everyone around you. I mean, I know I, um, I don't take the credit, but my one, one of my roommates like started getting into shape and, you know, I think a lot of it was because I was like giving him a hard time and, and then, you know, I was getting out and he's like, oh man, Being I need to, example. need to start doing some stuff, you know, yeah. as much as you can tell someone to like, dude, start working out. It's going to be much more better if it's just like, Hey, do yeah. you want to come work out with me? You know, yeah. like that's the difference. Yeah. And, example. Totally. And maybe, maybe there's somebody else out there that, you know, that does yep. work out, like reach out to them, you know, get so that, good. that buddy, you know, that partner to, to help give you the, the kick and the push that accountability you need. the boost totally and i think like the big misconception too i in the world i deal with is um aesthetics and having aesthetic goals and for me like i will i will say it's more important for me how your your body moves and feels like if your body's holding you back in some capacity or it's not performing the way you want to perform um that's the problem people who are um chasing aesthetic goals there's nothing wrong with that but if that's like governing every decision you realize like oh you have abs you need to have this you can be perfectly <laughs> healthy and not have abs you don't need to chase these like physical stereotypes of what you might think is um deemed like society and health is so effed up i don't even want to get down this rabbit hole but what should you should be asking yourself is is my body moving and feeling like how i want it to or is it holding me back like when i go on vacation is there fear of something am i not able to keep up with my friends and my kids on a hike and is there certain things that are like physically holding you back that's what i want to attack is like how do we make your body feel good and move good and not be held back from doing what you want to do in life i don't give a crap what you look like i just want to i care about how you feel how you move and what you want to do in life and is this, if something getting in the way holding you back cool let's fix that not to say having a side of muscles and abs on as a benefit <laughs> or like a side effect is wrong nothing's wrong with that but i find most people just chase like i want to look a certain way i want to i want to weigh a certain number where for me i'm like no how does it feel how do you move do you feel like crap during the day are you in pain during the day can you do that hike can you go on that vacation can you you know that's the stuff that i value and and um really i don't know proud of myself on helping people achieve realizing that your body is is meant to feel good and meant to perform well if you want abs on the side, cool. But that's not what I'm going to work with people of like, I want to just get shredded. And that's, that's a cool goal, <laughs> but it's not the driving goal of who I typically work with. It's like, I want to perform my best and my body's not performing how I want it to. Okay, cool. Let's tackle that. Then once we get that in order, if you want to have that side of abs too, or abs come with it, whatever, but just figure out what's driving you and your goals and really ask yourself, is something holding me back? Is my body holding me back? And if it is, then let's cool. We can address it and work on it. Start from that place. Yes. Because <laughs> let me it. tell you, Nick, let me tell you, there's some like powerful, like, I don't know if you've even seen like, if you've seen power lifters, Olympic lifters, those guys are effing strong and powerful, but they don't look, I'm doing air quotes. They don't look in shape. They don't look the part of like the athlete. They don't look the part of what society is deemed healthy. But those people, like, I don't know, blood pressure and stuff too, but th there's a beautiful viewpoint on like how your body moves and feels and performs is more important than what it looks like. And that's the biggest thing I want to take away from people is knowing that you don't 
whoever deemed what the perfect body looks like is whatever. Like society is crazy. Just know, is your body moving and feeling and performing as its best? And if you want change there, then work on that side. And then other stuff kind of comes if you want it to. Does that make sense? I feel like I just confused people. No, it totally makes <laughs> sense. And it's awesome. It's like amazing. And I think that that was awesome and powerful. And, um, you know, just... Yeah, I feel like people listening are going to be ready to take action and also want to learn more about you. So um, where can they learn more about you, find Ooh. you? Yeah, if you are looking to move, feel, and perform your best physically and mentally, then um, and that's important to you and whatever we've talked about feels important or resonates in any way, if you have questions, reach out. Uh, my Instagram handle is therafit.fusion. So uh, how the name works is it's therapy and fitness combined. So Thera Fit Fusion. And then on Facebook, you can just search the same thing and it pops up. But there's like hundreds of videos of like simple, easy things you can do at work or before you work out or priming that you can just learn to incorporate into your day. And I'm, I'm pretty active on there too. So just ask questions and I'll be happy to answer them. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you so much. This is Thanks such for a having good... me. What a fun little ramble we did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask like a bunch of the questions that I normally do. I feel bad. <laughs> no, no, that's totally cool. Cause that means one, you're going to have to come back for part two for me part to dive two. in. Yeah. Yeah. So I was totally cool with that. And that was what I was thinking. I was like, man, this is so cool because we didn't talk about the things that I normally talk about, <laughs> which is awesome. Like that's, you know, it's good to like dive deep into this. And we really went into the facets physical, of physical so performance, of, baby. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone. So awesome. For everyone. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. So Thanks thank you. On, so, Nick. Of course. Of course. I appreciate you. I uh, appreciate all the amazing listeners out there. Remember, let's keep growing together. Wait, wait, one more thing. I would first like to say thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this message, please take a moment to write a review. By writing a review, it helps people find this message and helps me help more people. And if you really, really liked it and you think this message could help someone else, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, and please tag me at Nick J. Bonnie, N-I-C-K-J-B-O-N-I, so I can show my appreciation for you. We can all win by helping each other grow. Thank you. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.